Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We are talking every single episode of every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Here's Nikki. Hello, here I am. It's the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I'm Nikki Glazer. Uh, welcome to a very special episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. This is uh, an all Fanthrax episode. If you don't know what Fanthrax is. And Andrew's here. Yeah. Right out of the gate. You're probably wondering what I'm doing here so early. Hi. They probably thought like Andrew. I was... We we were like gonna talk about like my butthole dying or something sad. Yeah, like your it's your final day on the show. You know, it was a great run. Thank you so much for. No, you're just here. We're we're doing a special episode. Um, all because we have just so many messages and letters and things from our f- fans that we just can't get to them once a week in our you know usually weekly segment. So we're doing them all today. Um, as many as we can get through in a, a shorter version of the podcast. But listen, we give you four days a week, so don't be sad that it's shorter. Yeah, back off. Listen to it on slow <laughs> speed, and it'll be as long as the other ones. Or just my regular speed. Um, Andrew, what's that shirt you're wearing underneath? I like the pink font. Oh, Mom's. Uh, it's the deli here in St. Louis. Oh, cool. It's uh, called Mom's Deli. It was established in 1977. Yeah. You never I, had a sandwich. Your dad knew what it was. Yeah, I've not, I don't like sandwiches that much. But I back in the day. 
Back in the day, I think I just went to Quiznos, you know? Quiznos. Is there anything on the back of the shirt? Yeah. Is it the same? More Mom's Deli, yeah. But I love the pink off the black. Pink and black. I mean, who doesn't love it? Um... Okay, so let's just get to it. W- tell our fans what Fanthrax is. So Fanthrax is uh, videos, letters, emails, uh, sending a crow to drop a um, a tampon for Handwritten Nikki. Handwritten letters. Handwritten letters. That are given to us during meet and greets. Um, it could be anything. Anything from our fans. Uh, we want to hear from you. We love hearing from you. And we're going to comment on what you say to us. So Noah, kick us off. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. You just scared Luigi. Well, he should be scared because it's fucking Fantrax. Fantrax. <laughs> All right. Let's get into it. First up. We first should go up. To a Megadeth concert. First up is Brianna. Hey, Nikki, Andrew, and Noah. My name is Brianna. Uh, Nikki, you've asked your listeners if they enjoy the Fanthrax segment as much as you do, and I just wanted to let you know the answer is yes, absolutely. There's something to be said about people just calling in and letting you know how loved you are. It warms me up inside for some reason, but I just thought I need to let you know personally that you are so cool and I look up to you so much. My best friend and I have been listening to you since day one, and we unpack nearly every episode together. (laughs) We don't always agree with you, Nick, but we love you anyways. And we cannot wait to see you in LA in November. Don't be of you. Bye. Oh, my God. Like a true friend, you don't always agree with me. Yes. I don't like... Part of that made me go, they sometimes get together and go, God, she's so wrong and stupid. But the thing is, I say that about my best friends too sometimes. Listen, it happens. I love that. Brianna, you're, you, I, the fact that you look up to me makes me think you're younger than me. Or shorter. That's true too. <laughs> Maybe shorter. Maybe both. Yeah. Um, and thank you. Uh, that means so much to me. I, 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 I just so, I'm always like, how do people even discover me? And then how do they? And I love that. The, I love listening to something that my friends and I can unpack. I mean, that's why I get involved in The Bachelor, Bachelorette, all those things. It's just so fun and for me to put out something... For us to put out something into the world that people get together and talk about, it's so fucking cool. It is cool. It is weird sometimes to think like, I, n- I try not to think like that because sometimes I guess it could affect what you say or how you act. It doesn't for me because I am i can't act smart. But uh, I always have in the back of my mind that, you know, I always try to is, consider someone going, mm, that was really lame what you just said. Because it's usually me yeah. thinking that. But I mean... Yeah, I mean, I I try to think of Brianna and her friend. Now, I picture them, for some reason, in Koreatown. Because that's where I lived when I was in my, like, early 20s. And and I I picture them, like, walking around, even though it's not that safe to walk in Koreatown sometimes. I guess at night. Don't go discuss my podcast walking around at night. But I picture them, like, getting together. I picture them at Starbucks. That's the only place that I ever talk to people, sit down and talk to people. Go for a walk, you know. Yeah. I wonder what they say. Like, I wonder how much you could really dissect, I guess. A lot. Yeah. I mean, you don't listen to the first half, first part, probably, yeah, of the show. Yeah. I get into a lot of weird places, <laughs> and I'm sure. I mean, I, I could listen back on those and disagree with myself. Like, that's the thing. I, I always say I have more in common with people who disagree with me than and don't like me than those who do. But not anymore. I have, I have better self-esteem. Yeah. And I can accept that I'm not that I sometimes am wrong. It is interesting. Whatever you talk about at the beginning, I come on without consent like i you could literally like it's not the right word uh r without consent 
Like, I don't consent completely. To, I don't know oh, what you said. Well, okay, that's different than saying you come on without... You, you come on uh, seemingly as, like, your, your uh, attendance Olivia's? to the show would mean that you are in line with all of my yes, views, too. Yes, exactly. You should have a disclaimer that says, um, I do not... Any of the views expressed during the first 15 minutes of this show or 20 minutes sometimes, especially if it's 20 minutes... Or twenty five oh, minutes. I know. I have a. It's funny. I get a vibe. I can feel it from my room. Mm. There's an energy. There's a long like when Noah writes five minutes and then writes sorry uh, five minutes from now uh, four minutes. Uh, <laughs> no, okay, it's gonna be probably three more minutes. I go. Oh <laughs> no, boy. No, I can really oh, sense. <laughs> but sometimes that means it's good. Yes, that's true. Yeah, that is. Sometimes true. I really yeah. find the my flow towards the end. I mean, uh, my biggest fear is everyone goes. Oh my god, I skipped the first part. So. Um, don't write in and tell us if oh, you Oh, like do a that. Mark Maron Yeah, situation. like everyone used to say, there should be an app that just skips the first part. Of, but I always liked the first part of Mark Maron's show more than the interview. Yeah. I like hearing where his... Because you go to weird places when you are alone. It's almost like um, the same as like a, the, the thing in jail where they put you alone with yourself. Oh. Solitary. Solitary confinement. Yeah. Yeah, you just, you start, I kind of start tripping out, dude. You talk to Noah like she's uh, like the wall. Yeah. Like a god, like a like, like a poster on my wall, like yeah. um, in Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, where you're cutting a hole in the back where you stopped after four inches because you're yeah. like, my hand hurts. <laughs> <laughs> if I had to escape from jail, it would be the funniest. Oh my god, thing. I'd get shot before I even. I wouldn't got even out of consider bed. it. I would just feel. <laughs> I would feel so guilty being in jail. I feel like I belong there. I, I wouldn't be one of those people that's like, I need to get out. Unless I was really innocent, I would try to do it the legal way, which is like, you know, appeal to Kim Kardashian. To or like, be white, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, breaking out illegally. The idea of like trying to oof. swim through Alcatraz, like, we got to swim this way because the sharks are sleeping at night. And we, yeah, we got to get people a ladder. People are so much braver than I could ever be. It's a, it's ridiculous. Let's go to the next Fanthrax. Thanks, All right. Anna. I just want to say, Andrew, the countdown that I send you is for like efficiency not for anything else it's just so that you don't start doing oh. something else yeah no i love the countdown in other words okay. pooping yeah <laughs> it or is like, funny though up. i get the countdown i go minute left and i was i was like i was pooping and then she goes no she's ready now and i was like fuck i thought i had a minute i can't believe how long it takes you to poop it's in and out boy probably too quick and that's probably why i go multiple times i don't get it all out right 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 mm. maybe i'll have a fear of my butt hurting so mm. i cut her off oh don't call her her who she's a girl <laughs> my little girl lady <laughs> little my poopies. little lady butthole pussy okay okay sorry to the whoever is up next on our fanthrax for that uh, intro. well <laughs> yeah it happens to be anonymous but um oh, oh i know him a reference to an old uh, story. I literally used to think that any quote that was by Anon. Oh my gosh, shut up. I thought it was a Greek poet <laughs> named Anon. You know some... Uh, I thought it was the guy from Serial. Adnan. <laughs> okay, oh yeah, let's hear from Anon. Hey, Nikki, Andrew, and Noah. I have an anesthesia story. Ooh, uh, anesthesia. Two different experiences where my husband, um, one time when he woke up from getting an endoscopy, he was really agitated and he kept calling the nurses bitches. <laughs> uh, and he was just in like a curtained off room where there were like seven other patients in there and all the nurses were rocking around. So I know that they heard him, but I think he was angry because they had a hard time getting his IV in before surgery. Mm -hmm. um, so he kept telling me after he came out that the bitches 
had to poke him several times to get <laughs> his IV. Yeah. So, so that was um, highly embarrassing. And then one other time he had to get surgery on his ACL. Um, he had to get his ACL replaced. Together. And when he was waking up, um, he said that he was having phantom pains. And, uh, you know, phantom pains are the pains that an amputee feels, uh, where they can still feel like they feel the limb that got amputated. And he said he could feel phantom pains, which was ridiculous because he didn't get his leg amputated. He just had knee surgery. So I told him he was a dumbass. You know, he didn't get his (laughs) leg. And then he called you a bitch. Still there. (laughs) So those are just a couple funny stories. Maybe you meant Phantom of the Opera, maybe. Love you. Thank you for those, Anonymous. Um, Yeah, you didn't know what Phantom Pain was? Phantom Uh, Limb? When she started describing it, I've heard of it before. I mean, that's wild. It's so wild to feel like... A lot of times they feel like their hand is being put in like a meat grinder, and there's no hand there. It's just the nerves? It's just the the brain nerves shooting off like you still have an arm. (laughs) Fuck. And you know how they eliminate it sometimes is they give you... um, there's some kind of system developed where there's a mirror where they have you look into something that you can find, you can see a hand by moving your left hand. It looks like your right hand. Mm. So suddenly you can feel your hand and see that it's not being put in a meat grinder. And so you can visualize what your right hand would look like if it were there. And then your brain can go, okay, let go of the pain. Whoa. It's so fucked. Can but I maybe do, maybe uh, I'll do it with my foreskin. Do you think calling a bitch... <laughs> Yeah. Uh, that'd be so funny if you had a phantom foreskin. Right. <laughs> Sorry. That's so funny that you're talking about that because me and all my friends are on a group chat talking about whether or not Force- my friend's baby should um, be circumcised. And we're all like either pro or anti and we're all talking about like <laughs> why yeah. and, and it's just a big. Well, phantom foreskin pain's a real thing. Really? So maybe you should throw that in the mix. No. Uh, doctor had to hold my little dick up to a mirror, one, a little... Um, uh, makeup mirror. Yeah, to make you feel like you had it. <laughs> and like, did you, do you ever have phantom emotional pain from kids laughing and pointing at your yeah. anteater dick? Yeah, especially when, uh, yeah. ACLs though, you get a cadaver ACL. That's the other thing. You. Kids will that's make, cool. make, kids will make fun. Of, that's the thing. To, that's a true thing though. Kids. I know, but that's cultural. No, and, and kids it, make fun of your anteater dick. They're going to make fun of your dick no matter what, if it's no. not. It sticks out. I'm telling you, I grew up making but fun I'm, of them. I'm telling you, if, if I told my friend, you know, I'm 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 for whatever she wants anti. to do. No, I'm I'm actually like I I'm oh. either. But what I what I think is that if you raise someone to be with enough self esteem, which I think my friend will, they'll be able to tolerate the, the bullying yeah. and be able to deal with it more than you know parents who back in the 80s, whenever we have these stories of my friend was tortured for his, you know, his penis 90s, there wasn't like this open discourse of like loving yourself. And I think that now kids are growing up liking themselves more and being okay with being different. And I think that my friend can do make her son so it's he's not someone who's deeply insecure about that but i also whatever whatever she wants to do look if you're a kid with foreskin out there write into us and let us know i would know. love to hear from people with foreskin and like <laughs> the how horrible it's been or yeah. like or women who have seen it and they're like i would never date someone at i think we talked about foreskin. this before on the pod and people are very uh Oh, it's it's like it's like a really polar. I never realized how polarizing it was. It's like a crazy thing. It is. People don't you don't understand with infections, and then like, and then the other side. It's literally like the infection thing is a is an excuse that men do. It's like saying a deviated septum for a nose job. You just want a nose job. 
I had a friend in his like mid thirties. He had to get a circumcision because of infection. So okay. it is real. Touche. Touche. And she divided his box. Why do we have it? No, then? I did not. Why do? Why do they have this <laughs> foreskin? Why does a foreskin exist? But Biologically, why, why, what why purpose is there does it serve? A, why is there a uh, a gallbladder or tonsils. a pink or not a pancreas? Uh, you tell me. Appendicitis. Why are there tonsils? I don't know. I, is it a thing that um, we eventually they're not needed? We grew out of it. But do, not what, our dicks, what did but we need a foreskin for? To protect our dicks from infection, I guess. But why it's are they why dogs back in the day? Back in the, as cave people, like before clothes, that was a way of spiders and stuff could protecting get in. it. Yeah. Yeah, protection. But that's also uh, so. Why don't I take off my clitoral hood? Mm. Why? Why am I? Why are women's not, pussies not being so infected by? Because they lift up the. You just wash enough so that you get in there. Just like sensitive. Just though. wash more. Hmm. Because I my no, clitoral but that's why hood vaginas is my get more disease. Foreskin. Vaginas get more yeast infections and stuff like that than mm. penises. Right. So I guess we should just start clipping off clitoral hoods. Just keep the. Clip, but I would just say there. that if if my clitoral hood didn't exist, I would be it would decrease my sensitivity because I would always be having something pushing on my clit. Right. No, that's another argument people have that that w- guys say that when they're not. Uh, so I don't. Get a I'm not a doctor. I don't know fucking anything. But so, back to your husband calling the girls bitches. I it is. Wait, so, Noah. I wanted to hear oh, Noah's last sorry, thought on go, it. Go sorry. Cut no, it I was going to say that some women get their 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 clits pierced because they want that mm. constant. Yeah. Um, that would seem like a lot. Is it I, their clit pierced or their clit hood pierced? I, the hood. I get the, the hood, hood to be honest. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I would get mine pierced. I think that's kind of cool. I thought it was actually the clit. And you're right. It is the clitoral hood that women are getting pierced. It's it's a misnomer to mm. say clit pierced. But it's the hood because it's getting your p- clit pierced would be so fucking excruciating. I, why did that hurt my clit? I don't even have one. You do. It's your penis. <laughs> yeah, I guess it did. If I felt it in the top of my cock. Um, uh, but if your penis could be larger because it had a foreskin, would you kind of want it? No. No. Not unless it was like considerably larger. But I, I think just looking at it where it would look like you'd have more length because it's like the tip of a high heel. Yeah. I don't think it would. It it's just yeah, because it's like fake to me. Because it. it's coming back. Got it. It's 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 like it's, it's like up. wearing uh, Timberlands. Why? Where it gives you more height? Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's not an real. Illusion. It's an illusion. Yeah. But also, penis pumps are illusions too. Hey, that was only four times. <laughs> so, All right. Oh, uh, but back to being called bitches. Oh yeah. Do you think? It, that but here's his, the thing. His, I have a question. He has anger issues. I, that's my question is we get mad at people when they're hammered, when they say things. When you're drunk, you tell the truth. When you come no, out you of colonoscopy. No, but that's my question. I'm not saying d- that you yeah, do. Yeah, I don't think that I'm when you're drunk, you tell the truth. I think that it can obviously lessen your um, the voice in your head that says, don't say this. But I think it. I've done things when I'm drunk and said things that absolutely were not true. And I did not believe them. And okay, I treated so people d- in ways that were, it, you, you know, maybe anger from something else makes its way and then I shoot anger at someone that does not deserve it but that's not what I want to be that's not a representation of how I really feel about that person it's like so I think that the yeah, endoscopy he has, yeah he might have some anger and he might really be wanting to call women bitches in some part of his life which let me just say everyone does yeah <laughs> he's not alone it doesn't make your uh, anonymous husband a bad person you know there are things I think we all think and want to say sometimes that we can't um, How do you feel about parents 
filming their kids after getting wisdom teeth out and they like funny funny but if but what about if you're that kid and I, i'm sure most people will laugh uh, about the kid it Kid needs a consent to it and i know you're like well why does how would a kid know what he wants out there if it's cute and harmless like who cares like i don't know there's cameras following me around for something right now and some people are like what if i have kids someday and they catch me like saying this dirty thing or something like mm. what if i what if somehow oh yeah and it's like um you'll like you're it'll be okay like you, you didn't murder anyone on camera like you saying that you maybe you know tasted cum before isn't gonna make your kid go jump off a bridge or like yes. it'll be okay for every person that's like why would you let that let your kid not say homophobic stuff or racist stuff but like they say like pretty fucked up stuff when they come out you know um, yeah, I wouldn't put my kids saying racial slurs. No, but my point being is like hope they parents will go, uh, some people will go, how could you do that to your kid? And it's like, I saw this other video on TikTok of a kid who a dad put his kid on like a, like a, a four-wheeler when he was like maybe six and the kid fucking ate shit off this four-wheeler. Right. And it's again, it's polarizing. Half the people are like, he's going to toughen up and be the best four wheel rider ever by the age of nine. And then the other people are like, how could you be so irresponsible? People are projecting all over the place. (laughs) Just mind your own. Like, that kid is, if that's what's happening on camera to that kid, you can only imagine the trust. Yeah, he's probably on uh, a unicycle off camera. I don't know. People get so (laughs) upset about stuff that isn't any of their business. But I guess I do, I do too. I'm always just like, why do you have a fucking designer dog, you piece of shit? Like, buy. And then I go, wait, why am I mad at this animal? Like, I don't like or designer dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like actively don't like those dogs, but at the same time, I won't kill an ant. And I'm like, why do I hate these designer dogs? And like, literally, don't like the dog. It's like I'll have. Oh, like, you don't like the dog. But I don't. But that's not true. No, like, no, of but... course, I love all animals. If I saw the dog at a shelter, I'd be like, oh. But the fact that the. What happened to get that for that dog to exist is such a dis- disgusting thing, I think, and like just so stupid and empty and dumb and wasteful of other animals that need homes that I just hate that dog. And it's not about that dog, it's about what if you looked at it though? Like, I mean, obviously, you could get the love you get from a mutt that you get from a purebred animal, but what, what if someone argues, like, this was my dream dog growing up? This shut is- up, <laughs> shut up. I w- but I wanted this dog because it's, I like the way they look and it was my dream dog. You don't get everything you want in life. If the if you having your dream dog leads to you not getting a dog at a rescue that's going to be euthanized, and I know you're like, but that dog could have developmental issues, then give it back, okay? Try Just try to do something that you don't get to do everything you want. And I know I'm going to get a lot of enemies from this. If you have a designer dog, I do, it's not, I'm still be your friend. I get it. They are fucking cute as fuck. I don't think they're that cute, but I know some people just really like the look of a dog that has like a gray smushy face where they can't breathe. Yeah. And like gray eyes that look through your soul. Are you describing me? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Old gray eye lisp. Um, I I mean, I just lost so many. We're going to get so many thumbs down on this YouTube video, but I I just don't know what to say. There are a lot of things I do that are supporting bad businesses too. So um, I'm a hypocrite for sure. Let's go to a break. Let's go to a quick break, and then we'll come back with more 
I honestly think we could do these Fanthrax, me and you. Forever. For probably 12 hours. And I swear to God, I, I think we could literally do, like, we could, we should a do a marathon. A, a marathon. One, maybe not today. No, I was like, but, mm, yeah. I got stuff to do. It's I like you and Nikki class. just want to hear yourself talk. Yeah, Let's we'll take a quick break and get some more, but not too much more. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett-Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self-care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, Self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the Sassy Girl Bomb Grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in LA. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. 
Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we're back. Let's get to more Anthrax. Okay, this one comes from Kira. Kira. Hi, Nikki, Noah, and Andrew. I hope you guys are having all the swells. I love the pod. Listen all the time Mm. since the very beginning. Um, Hope you're having a great week so far. I'm just calling to say um, I suffer from panic attacks, and whenever I get them, my teeth like chatter really fast almost like I was shivering but I'm not cold my teeth just chatter I don't know why they do that um Mm. but I was having one last week and my teeth were chattering really badly and I remembered how you say your skeleton is always laughing and I just pictured that like when my teeth were chattering so fast it looked like my skeleton was laughing at like a really funny joke (laughs) and it like helped me calm down um so I don't know if anybody else suffers from that um, but that like, it actually helped me so much when I was having a panic attack. So maybe it can help someone else. Thank you guys for being such a light. Um, you're not coming to my city on tour, this tour. Um, but I know that I'll be able to see you in person one day. So I can't wait. Love you. Thank you. Love you. Mm. Kira. Oh my God. That's so nice. Yeah. Do you relate to that? Yeah, um, when dude. you have panic attacks, having something take you out of it? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if that would take me out of it. I was thinking about it. I was like, that's amazing. But then I would maybe think skeleton, think death, think, uh, you know, my bones are inside my body. It could lead me Kira, down d- a, Kira, don't do But this. don't listen. Don't, don't listen to that. Just stick with it being funny. And <laughs> Kira's at home going, like, it's worse. Like, but yeah, I just, yeah, I picture her teeth wound up on the table, those little winding But yeah, no, I relate to that so much. What about is taking some, you out of it? Um, me going calm down yeah, that, like, why are you gulping why are you clearing your throat yeah that really Doesn't that helps help? I think that's what led to it but I just I, really I, don't understand panic attacks I want to understand them because they, they have symptoms where you don't even know the, the but if like, you're picking at your leg right yeah. or if you're picking at your nails you said sometimes you'll like look in them I remember you told me one time you had like you have like episodes when you're alone where where you 
I mean, I, that's a form of a panic attack, I would assume. Where I, like, hit myself? Well, that is, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, you should probably have a panic room for your own fist. But, um, <laughs> no, but, like, when you pick your leg and stuff, yeah. that's a form of, of panic, I think, and it's coming out in that way. But I don't, but I know that I'm, I can trace immediately to what I'm stressed out about. Yeah, that's, and I, yeah. And I know what I'm doing, whereas I think some people describe panic attacks as, like, you know, on Ted Lasso, for instance, like he's on the field and he's like involved in the game, and then all of a sudden his his yes. his first sign of it is his hands going numb. Mm-hmm. Whereas for me, when I go to pick my leg, my first sign is anxiety, and then I go to that to soothe. Yeah, you have you have an ability not to go to death, which a lot of people that suffer panic attacks, that's where they first go. So let's say I'm having you know chest like heartburn, I go to heart attack. Where you would go... But does the symptom start... So the heartburn might be from indigestion, you're saying. Yeah. And then it will spiral into death and then panic attack. Yeah. And then you're just panicking that you're dying right then. Yeah. Like it's almost like you're drowning. This is it. Yeah. And you can't get out of the pool... Unless you accept that you're drowning. So it's it's almost like, uh, you know when you, you're swimming and they go, go with the current? Yes. Don't fight against it? That's exactly what you should do with a panic attack, which seems counterintuitive. How do you go with a panic attack? Let's like t- talk to me about that. I mean, at first you can't. Like, luckily I have, Zoloft, thank you, Jesus, you know. He and, did, yeah, and AstraZeneca. And AstraZeneca. And, um, and maybe it's Pfizer. Um I'm trying what I, I at first you can't do anything you just have to I, the quicker you could accept and get your brain around that this is gonna pass and that it's just panic the faster it'll go away but you want to fight it like you want to fight anything you're like fight or flight I'll fight this off I'll yes. be fine I'm gonna stay alive I've and so, had moments yeah where the most recent one was when I was on that Reddit thread and reading like all the worst things about me that I feared about myself. Mm-hmm. And it was so like, I don't know how to describe it. It was like something I've only maybe felt when I've been broken up with and it just, or like um, the worst thing imaginable is happening and it feels like my worst fear. Like mm-hmm. it feels like almost like a fantasy, like a, a bad dream. But do you and feel I anything... Feel like, um, um, medically or, or with your body it's just like in my it's in it's just like this like like just like like i don't know how i'm gonna have to kill myself yeah to to i'm never gonna get over the shame i feel right now the only way that i will get over it it's the sadness that like the thing that i fear more than anything in the world is happening and all the things i do to you know, for me in that moment, it was like everything I do to convince to say that's not Nick. You're delusional if you think that people think you're not talented or that you're not, mm-hmm. or that you're obnoxious and you're dumb and you're uh, you're not talented and that you're lazy and all these things. When it finally was like in front of me in many posts of people that seemed eloquent and like used to be fans and then they are abandoning me, it felt like it's this nightmare is happening and I cannot believe it felt like. Like, I just, there's, it felt, there's nothing I can do to soothe this. There's nothing except suicide. And there was like a, there's just a feeling of like, I have to do it. Fuck. I'm going to have to kill myself because this is, there's, there's, there's nothing anyone could say that will ever make me feel better about what I just read. Ever. I've seen it now. And in that moment, it's just like, that's when I grab a scissors. And I'm not saying that so that people go, 
I'm Nikki's trying to make us feel bad. So we're, don't ever say anything bad about Nikki because she's going to threaten us with self-harm. I'm not saying that. Say what you want about me. I'm. It's my job to protect myself and to have coping mechanisms that aren't cutting myself. But there's just something about it that's like, that. that's the only time I've felt like truly like, I'm, I'm going to explode. Like I, I'm yeah. just going to like, ah! yeah, and I just yeah. like, like I'm, I can't, I've, I want to just, cr- I want, I want to just implode. Yeah. It's interesting that what we're afraid of death, right? Yeah. Can lead you to wanting death to get out of it already. I don't know. It's a, I'm not saying that's what you did, but yeah. I'm saying like, it's just an interesting thing. Like, well, it's the only escape yeah. from being a bad person and mm-hmm. that, that if people hate you and you're a, you're a bad person and um and now everyone knows it and now you have confirmation of it this thing you've always sneakily thought but everyone all the you know experts you see say no that's a symptom of your depression but then you go no actually it's true i have some i could print out some pages of evidence that people <laughs> people do think this about me i'm not alone i'm not delusional then it just becomes a death sentence of like you shouldn't exist like what what you're a selfish bad person you're not bringing any good to the world and it, not killing yourself to go you hurt me see how bad you hurt me you're going to suffer now because you're going to feel bad i killed myself it's i have to get rid of myself so i don't do any more harm to the world do you think that it's kind of like let's say you do have moments of where you're not being your best self right do you think and then you read that people see the way that you saw. Do you feel like sometimes you might, and I think I might do this too, is like I'll act in a certain way that I assume that either people think I am or what I think I like. It's hard to explain. Like sometimes you could be a bigger dick when people are just expect, expect like, ex- okay, I'll be a dick. I am a dick. You know what I mean? Like, like I want, Lean I don't know it. what the psycho. Yeah. I don't know what the psychology well, of that if you're, is. If you're going to call me it, whether when I'm trying not to be, then I'll just be. Yeah. That yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Like Can when I, just, I, when I, I, yeah, sorry, Noah. Sorry. I was going to say, I used to say that I have panic attacks until I had a therapy session and I really wanted to t- like talk about it. And my therapist, she's like, what is a panic attack? And as I started going, you know, like trying to explain it, which is very difficult. It is hard. Yeah. I think what I realized is, is that it's like, I think it's a misnomer. I think it's like it's um, like uh, uh, an um, amalgamation of like all of the th- issues that I'm that are unresolved or low self esteem mm. or you know like I don't have confidence. I don't know how to handle this, and it's just like it comes all together into one. Mm. And I think that once I stopped giving it um, any clout by calling it a panic attack and making it something, I was able to kind of like just like stop going through interesting yeah no i get what you're saying by that like and the longer you get away from it the more it doesn't even seem like it could possibly happen to you right like i don't give it a definition i don't allow it to be a thing that happens a weird thing with my my brain is that i what you're saying like when i started not having them or started not having as much anxiety i was like I don't know. It like made me kind of like more interesting to have anxiety. Like I think there's something to like missing that feeling of like mm. sadness or being scared or like because you kind of feel a little alive in the moment and you feel like there's something maybe a, a maybe a little bit more interesting. You're more of a victim. You have an excuse. You have for a your- sickness that yeah. gets you a little bit of attention or sympathy from people, especially now that we are more 
aware of mental health. Yeah. And we, 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 yeah. we give more sympathy to people. Noah, how did your um, panic, what, what you were defining as panic attacks, what did they look like for you? Mine was, I would just start like, just having like heavy breathing. And when I would close my eyes, I would just see shadows. And the mm. only thing that would help me get out of it is I'd have to go into like a small room or like under the covers or into like a closet. Like I would sit in like a closet and then it would wow. it would pass. Like it's just like <gasps> Did you feel like you were gonna die? Were you did you feel like you were like gasping for air, like drowning kind of thing? Yeah, it was like that. I didn't have it, it's it those like suicidal thoughts are separate from that. I think that it, you know, that's yeah. more like related to when I was, you know, going through a bad depression. Yeah. But um I think it's just like this overwhelming feeling of just the world just kind of closing in on you. Yeah. I don't think I've I think um what I've experienced is just like not a panic attack, but I just even the just wanting and then the time like uh, last year that I just like punched myself so many times, <laughs> like just beat myself up was just like that was I didn't want to kill myself. But that's the thing that I could do that would like punish me for being such a bad person. Mm. And like that's retribution for all the people that hate you. And like you're you you're going to keep living in a with a sheltered life and keep getting money and keep you keep having a show you have there's no been no punishment you got to take it out on yourself to make things right Whoa. i guess yeah the other day i went to um one of my like uh music lessons and i was headed over and i was just like god you need to fucking do something for someone else all you do is talk about yourself all day you have a th- thing happening where it's just all about you every fucking conversation you have is about you you have people that all your friends are kind of like working for you it's just like you 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 like what the fuck and I was just like driving over there and I'm just like god please like let me help someone today like I want to do something totally that is not self-serving which in in it it's ends up being so I know that's so funny because yeah. that is the because I was also feeling really depressed and sad and I was like I know the remedy for this is doing something that has nothing to do with me isn't it's the self care for me is helping someone else and like putting myself out there and I was just like please but I was going to this thing that I was paying for an hour of this person's time to teach me a musical thing and I got there and I was like you know they were like. Uh, how are you feeling? I'm like, oh, I'm good. We hadn't seen each other in a while. And I'm like, I'm good. Just pleasantries. And I just go, how are you? And the person was like, I'm okay. And I was just like, tell me more. And we spent the whole hour that I'm paying for (laughs) talking about this person's problem. Yeah. And I was able to give this person hope in a way that they hadn't felt in for so long i was able to cuz the way that they communicated they were feeling sad i was like i've i know that sadness like it's a very specific kind of sadness same kind of suicidal ideations same kind of there's certain types of depression like this person had my type of depression this very rare form of depression that manifests in this way and i was like i know that kind is it like this this and i eventually obviously made it about myself but i just <laughs> but that was my way of helping well, that pain. person you were pain and we didn't get to anything that we were supposed to do. It was all about getting this person out of that funk and giving them hope. And I called a doctor that I know that helped me. And I was like, this person's going to call you. Make sure you, here's what I've observed. 
I know I'm not a professional, but they seem to have all the same characteristics I did. I really recommend the same kind of treatment you prescribed for me. Um, but you know, that's up to you. Obviously, I just want you to assess them. Will you please let me know anything I can do to if if they can't get in with you? Can we find someone? Like I took the time out of my day to like. And it was just so nice because I asked God or whatever I believe God is for a, a way to help. And it just, who knew me, me just going, because I thought, oh, this person's not even going to want to tell me about their life. Like, I didn't want to go, listen, can we make this all about you? Because I really need to do some service right now. I didn't have to say that. And this person wasn't like, I'm sorry the lesson was all about you. They were, or all about me. The person was just like, I go, thank you so much for this. And they were, they were like, thank you. And we're like nearly crying and we hugged and we're like, I love you. It was just so beautiful. And it was just, um, it was just so nice. It was so nice. And obviously in the end, very, very self-serving <laughs> because I walked out of there like, I'm a hero, yeah. but so what? But I mean, no, dude, those self-serving things are, are the end justifies the means there dude. like all day long. Like anyone that like, I make fun of, you know, I'm a big brother and I'm a helping. And it's like, okay, you're doing this so you can put it on your Bumble account. Yeah. But it's well worth it. Like it's, yes. uh, the only thing that I would say is like, I'm not doing that if to brag you, about it. I'm doing no, it to say I don't like think you are. Sometimes I, you it really does help your mood to help other people. And I never thought that would be the case. But but if my only thing is like if if I if, if you ask someone like how they're doing and then they explain and then you go, "Well, I'd like to help you." Then it, then I think it could almost turn to like, "Well, now I'm making this about me helping that person." I didn't say that. I just go, "Tell me about that." Yeah. And I go, "Wow." I No, relate. no, no. When you went out to the doctor, like was she like all for that and she, yeah i go yeah. i i have a doctor can i recommend yeah th uh them and she was like yeah i mean i would love that and i oh, go i'm awesome. gonna call yeah yeah and leave a message and then i wrote and like didn't do anything over the top and didn't kind yeah. of like it, it and the way i called the doctor was not like you need to subscribe prescribe this yeah, and yeah, this yeah. i was just like they've they seem to have a lot of the characteristics yeah. i do and yeah it just felt i just I'm glad now that I know. I wish I would have had that tool earlier on. If if you're out there and you're suffering, I swear to God, going and picking up trash on your dog walk will make you feel better. Yeah, just think it'll outside just, yourself. And it, it's not well, even about like, now I get to say I picked up trash and look at everyone's going to think I'm such a good person. It just feels good oh, to I mean, do something so that isn't for you. My panic was, was thinking about myself. Yeah. I mean, it's all about yourself. It's just a quick thing you can do that isn't journaling, that isn't like going to meditate. It's just go. I wasn't sad about starving kid. Like it was about me. Like, no, it's like, think Give about Give a dollar to a yourself. homeless person. Yes. Write a letter to the, your doorman or the janitor that cleans your building. Like something that's just nice. Yeah, Venmo me. Okay, Venmo Andrew. Uh, and he'll spend that money on himself. Uh, but not self-serving. <laughs> next, no. next fan facts. Okay, I'll, next one comes I'll get golf from clubs, that will. from Nick. Why do I like to close my eyes? Nikki, Andrew, Noah. This is Nick in Northern California. Ooh. Huge fan Love of the podcast. Nick. Been listening since episode one. Actually, I've been listening since before episode one. You up with Nikki Glazer got me through season one of COVID <laughs> spring twenty twenty. Uh, but you guys are crushing it. I just wanted to tell you, you're doing a great job. Listen, I'm an Uber driver, and the best part of my morning is that in between passengers, I get to listen to the Nikki Glazer podcast. As soon as somebody gets out of my car, I switch it over, I crank it up, and then, of course, when somebody else gets back in, I have to turn it off. 
Because usually the I conversation know, is about penises and buttholes and Fine. vaginas. You guys know how it goes. We do. But you make my mornings. <laughs> so thank you so I much. I also wanted to point out that I was listening to an older episode, the one where Andrew's friend Seth Glassman comes on. And I thought it was hilarious that at least twice he said that he was an intricate part of the penis pump story. And I think he integral. meant integral part. And I thought it was classic that just like and- Andrew's best friend has a tendency to misuse words just like Andrew does. I mean, you can't you can't make that up. It's amazing. <laughs> Listen, you guys, keep it funky. All right? You're doing a great job. What the fuck? Don't change a thing. It's Can all you call working. us every morning? So just keep it up and... Jack Nicholson. Yes, that's a good one. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, dude. I mean, that guy. I love him. That guy is. I wish he just was in my brain all the time. He has Uber driver voice. Yeah. Like fun Uber driver voice. Welcome to Northern. Yeah, you like San Francisco? Hey guys, how you doing? Where you where you come from? Like he has. I'm excited that this is my Uber driver. I actually want to engage in this conversation. This guy is positive, fun. He remind. He is. I want to be friends with him. He's kind of like Seth in a way. My buddy Seth. Like yeah. how he talks. He sounds like he's almost from New York. You know who he sounded like? Our friend who, he didn't sound like him, but the way his intonation sounded like Brad. Uh, the guy that yeah. talks like this. Yeah. Uh, hey, no. Nikki. Nikki. Andrew. Noah. Oh my God. How you doing? I'm like What's attract- going on? Attract- what was his name? Nick. Nick. I'm like attracted to Nick yeah. via his Let's voice. I feel like there's something to be said about, what if there was an app just, just about voice? voices? Well. I'm really into your voice, Nick. Very into it. Maybe that's why you like me. We maybe have similar. And I'm into his posititivity. Like everything about him screams like good guy. Yeah, like, Nick, we want to know more. So much charisma. Yes, he does. He he's an intricate part of uh, this Fanthrax episode too. <laughs> Integral. Integral. How do you not know that? <laughs> intricate part. I can't believe I didn't catch that. I feel like I maybe I was trying to be polite because he was a guest, but or maybe I didn't notice. I definitely didn't. But know. I'm glad I, he I mean, did. I didn't even notice when Nick said it. Um, <laughs> even after he told us why. Sometimes I'll look up words and I'll I'll be like I'm more confused by the definition. God, someone, you know what? I was watching a Megan Fox, Machine Gun Kelly. Um, have you been Have you been shown that on YouTube? I haven't seen that video yet, but you sent me. Yeah, like I showed you a clip of it, but there's oh, there's, I am weed. That oh one? yeah, the, the yeah. I am weed thing. Um, but he goes at one. I was watching the whole thing, and she was like, she used a great word. What was it? Oh no, my friend used um, obsequious the other day. Obsequious. Obsequious. And I was like, what does that mean? And she was like, because I obviously know that word, know how to spell it, but I don't know exactly what it means. And it's um. I forget it already. You're like subordinate it's like to somebody. Obsequious. Okay, yeah. Mm. I was thinking it was Beneath being them. like, yeah. Yeah, I, I can often be obsequious to certain people. And it's again, it's not my nature. But that word really hit me. I was like, I am obsequious in so many circumstances. And then, but the word that she used, she used some word that I go, oh, is this, she even using it right? And boy, was she ever. It was a perfect word. Like sometimes people with big I'm words. excited. What is it? She's so smart. Because someone, I was listening to the Courtney show, which is my favorite morning show in St. Louis. And Courtney was talking about listen, watching that video. And she goes, I got to say, Megan Fox is really smart. And I knew she was smart. And then Machine Gun Kelly even says like, you know, she, one of the questions was like, what do people think? Like, what's something that someone be, would be surprised to know about me? What's a secret talent? He's like, that you're smart as fuck. Your IQ is probably just so insane. And you read all the time. And I was just, again, 
jealous about of Megan Fox for another thing. Yeah. She's really smart. She's from my hometown. Really? Port St. Lucie, Florida. Oh, cool. Wait, what was the word that she, was it, ups, uh, that It wasn't word? that, it was something to do <laughs> with your being, your, your, he's she's like, you know, a word that uh, means like beating around the bush or being obtuse, vague. Will you look up other words that mean like uh, synonyms like for vague? Brian Austin Green would do. Um, let me look up vague. He'd beat around the bush instead of. Uh, no, she definitely unclear, uncertain, um, unfocused, imprecise. <laughs> I want more I'm vague synonyms. She. It was such a good word. Um, uh, nebulous, nebulous, oh. nebulous. I think nebulous. She goes, I you're think. being clout. She goes, well, that was a nebulous response. And I was like, I think she used that wrong, even though I don't know what it is. And I looked it up and I go, no, it was fucking perfect. But do you think she Just has like, like lips and maybe 30 words that she goes to? No, to sound smart? I don't think she's one of those people because it was such a it wasn't her trying to use nebulous. It just, it just nebulous was out. a better use than saying vague or the other words that are on this list that I just looked up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to the last fanthrax. Okay, let's do. Um, let's end the show with this one. It's a. It's a an advice question. No. Also anonymous. Oh, again. Hey guys, I have a quick question for Nikki and Noah. I Ouch. just got a kitten, and I'm wondering, when you guys have sex with your partners, do you kick your pets out of the room? Hmm. Or do you let them like hang out in the room? Because uh, my kitten will like scratch at the door and meow. And I'm trying to navigate if it's weird to keep her in the room or like if I should just keep her locked out. And so I'm just curious what you guys have been doing. Yeah. Um, I would love the advice. Thanks, guys. Love the pod. Thank you so much for this question. What a great question. Noah, I'll start with you because you do have a new kitten as well. Mm -hmm. um, what Buzzy must hear. Maybe <laughs> the, Buzzy gets threatened by other things Buzzy, that are making buzzing noises. Buzzy just got uh, educated, uh, had like a, a sex <laughs> education class a couple of days ago. So, I Where was Buzzy and did Buzzy try to get involved? Did Buzzy learn how to divide and multiply? No, he was just sitting at the window. Divide with your nose. Divide with. Oh, he was just sitting. Wow. At, she was just. She. He. Sorry. He. He was just sitting at the window. Didn't try to get involved. Didn't. No, did you ever I, lock eyes with Buzzy, or were you um, aware that Buzzy was in the room? He did. He did make us laugh at one point, but you know that only yeah. makes the sex better when you're laughing. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, what about like you? A cat. A cat can. Did look he at like you. go like this as obvious balls? Yeah, play with them. Like, uh, well, how did it? How, um, I, I just find that it's so like what um, the the listener was saying when they're pawing at the door or making any kind of sounds or like crying. It just so much takes me out of it. I I don't like it. So distracting. Yes. And then you start getting torn up whenever you hear them scratching at anything. <laughs> it's Pavlov's dogs Pavlov's for your dog. like. I used to always yeah. keep the dogs out of the room, and they would go scratch at the door. Mary yeah. would go. <laughs> Yeah. And then when I would hear that sound, it would trigger me, my pussy salivating, because I would always associate it with me oh. having Whoa. sex. It was weird. One time I heard it and I was like, well, not now. Marion's at my parents. Come. Gross. Gross, <laughs> Andrew. Andrew. It was um, a fun, it was funny. But yeah. I will say, um, with dogs, with with Luigi, I... Um, 
he is he's in the room and he's on his bed and sometimes he like when we go to the floor or something and we're near him he'll just want to get involved in stuff but it's just like <laughs> no you go to your bed and like i think that they're not going to be traumatized i think it's okay we watch them hump each other and we're not traumatized mm-hmm. they can handle they they're used to seeing each other it's not a private thing that they do and so i think it's okay cats also even if you're i feel like cats they look at you but they never feel that involved like with you so it doesn't feel like they're as intrusive as a dog would probably lick your foot and be like <laughs> yes like really in there you know i had if a you dog say look- lick my pussy though Watch out where they head towards. To a guy. If you oh yeah, yeah lick yeah. my pussy and he just runs across the room and starts <laughs> laughing at your cat. <laughs> I think like yeah, I think like I think that you can overdo it though. I'm sure there's some people that like pet their dog while they're fucking, and it's just like yeah, no, okay, no, well, no. there's a line weird. probably. That's weird. Yeah, it is weird though. Like the one time, and I've told this before. I was on a couch and like getting doing doggy and like Luigi licked my face in the front and it felt like a gangbang. Yeah. Like of like a guy kissing you while you're getting a guy from behind. And I was just like, Duh. there was something about it that was like a little, like I'm not going to like, inc- I wasn't like letting him do it. Yeah, too much. But there was a moment where I was just like, oh my God, this is hilarious. It's too much doggy. Yeah. And then Marion was eating Luigi's ass. It was all like a whole thing. <laughs> That once you and you know, Buzzy was watching up. from a windowsill, that <laughs> little cuck freak. Thank you for your advice questions. That's fun. That's oh, a thing that's great. that we, we would love to help you with your life. Uh, thank you so much for listening to this very special episode of Fanthrax. We will be back tomorrow with a fresh episode, um, Tuesday in St. Louis. Um, and you, as always, you can catch our podcast on YouTube. We have video now, so go subscribe there through the link in our uh bio in our podcast. And um, don't be care and yeah. in the box. Ah. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in LA. And I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at first first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. 
Sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. Well, how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.